Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here on this snowy January afternoon with our director, Rich Bullo. How's it going today, Rich? Good. Thanks. Good. We're glad we could finally get you on. This one's been a long time it, coming. It has. So starting off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been here at Summit County, some of your interests outside of work. Okay. So first of all, I'm a Utah native, grew up in Salt Lake, spent a lot of summertime in Summit County. I've always loved it up here. I actually, after graduate school, took a job with the Department of Health in Salt Lake, Utah Department of Health, and I told my staff one time, I was also teaching at the University of Utah, and I told my staff that there was only one job that I would leave the Utah Department of Health for, and it was the health officer job in Summit County, and I went on to tell them that that would never happen, so they didn't need to worry about me leaving, and about a year later it happened. So that was six years ago, and uh, I've been here I really think getting to know the county since then, even though I've lived up here uh, in Summit County for over 20 years, I don't think I really fully understood the complexities of the county and the communities here and, and especially the challenges that local health departments face until I started this job. So you said that you would have only left your previous job for this one. What, what drew you here to Summit County? Well, I lived here for for one thing. I've uh, my wife and I bought a lot in Jeremy Ranch in the early '90s. Uh, I think about '91 or '92, and that's when I was going to graduate school out of state. And I I absolutely love living up here. So one of the things I wanted to do was to work in the community that I live in. So that was an important factor. But but also there's a momentum up here. There's a, a different climate. I think. Looking outside at the snowy winter right now, there's, I don't mean that kind of climate. I do enjoy winter, so I like being up here. But there's a political climate here that I think on many levels lends support for what we do. I don't, don't tie that climate to any party or any specific candidate or anything else. I tie it to a philosophy that, that really is throughout the entire part of the county, and that is that whether you're a rancher, a farmer, a five-generation Summit County native, or somebody who just moved here to Park City on the western part of the county to recreate, we all care about our environment, and we all care about healthy waters and clean water, clean air. We, I believe, have a momentum here that other health departments don't have across the state. And so that was a big, big part of why I wanted to be here. I saw what some of the other health officers and other health departments across the state were challenged with. And frankly, uh, some of those health departments aren't places I want to work. And those counties are not counties that I want to work for because a lot of the battle is a political battle. And we don't face that here. And, and I very much appreciate that environment. I think that's really well said. So kind of segueing from that, we talked a little bit about the time you had before coming to this job at the State Health Department. Before that, what got you into the health field, kind of led you here? Well, I've always been interested in health, but at a very young age, I I think I was in about junior high school, I started racing bicycles. And so I, I started reading about 
human physiology, exercise, uh, different things like that, not really knowing much about it. I went to undergraduate school at Utah State, actually in fisheries biology, which is interesting because it served me well in this job because a, a big part of what we do here is environmental health and there are water quality components to that and, and I've had a fair amount of water chemistry through that fisheries work. But gradually I began to transition more to an interest in human health um, and so I did a a master's degree in physiology and, and focused on you know the effects of exercise in particular on health. During that time I started to work a little bit in public health primarily as a consultant for the Student Health Center at Colorado State University. I then did a PhD in human nutrition and a postdoc with National Institutes of Health. I have always had a lot of interest in diabetes. Uh, in fact, before coming here, I uh, had worked in both the diabetes and obesity programs for Centers for Disease Control at the State Health Department. I think one of the things that, that brought me to the general health field, and in particular public health, is the fact that everything's intertwined. And, and whether or not, whether we're talking about environmental health, about healthy foods, about clean air, clean water, vaccines, mental health, substance abuse, whatever topic it is, the issues are intertwined. They're, they can't be separated. And it's that old mind-body connection if you uh, eat at a restaurant that isn't clean, your body gets sick and your mind is unhappy. And they're, you know, those things are connected. So that connection and the overall view of health has always intrigued me, going, going way, way back. And so I, I, I'm incredibly fortunate to be in a position that I can, can really be engaged in so many different facets of, of not just human health, but environmental health as well. If, you're not, if you don't have clean water, you don't have clean, uh, healthy fish, you know. So there's a lot of things that we do here that reach beyond just the, the specific work we do. And would you say one of the questions we had is kind of your overall focus as director, <clears throat> would you say it's kind of intertwined between everything that goes together here? Or is there anything specifically that you identified specifically that you think we need to improve or build upon? You know, I, I think everything we do can be improved, first of all. And we are in the customer service business, whether we realize it or not. We spend tax money on what we do. And so I think one of the areas that I have, have really, over the last probably 10 years, been very interested in improving is telling our story. And, and not just the story of the Summit County Health Department. You're our PIO, Public Information Officer, and one of the reasons you have this job is because we need to do a better job telling a story about what we do. And, and you know, so this podcast is one of those efforts, I hope. I, I think if we are going to expect the support of the public, not just politically and, and culturally, but economically, if we're going to spend their money, we need to be able to tell a story and we need to be able to have a conversation with the public that reflects the fact that they believe what we do is worthwhile or if we're off track, we need to know that as well. And so I think that's an area that is of specific interest to me. And, and that general topic, though, covers every one of the of the different components that right. make up a health department. I did identify early on that I wanted to focus on water quality, and we've got some issues on the west side with, with septic systems. I think that's important. Lately, we've been focusing a lot on mental health and substance abuse. Mm -hmm. So I would say that those things are immediate priorities for me, but the overall picture is that everything that we do contributes, and I think we need to be able to make sure it contributes in the most efficient way. 
and that we have really the support and the will of the community in what we do. And again, if we don't, then I think we either need to tell the story differently or need to reassess what we are doing. Something you brought up, something we discussed in the interview when Phil and I talked was about not just appearing as what he called a punitive agency, but basically a partner, someone that's here available to help the public in a variety of different ways, not just to show up and slap their wrist or something when they do something wrong. Absolutely. I agree 100%. If if we're viewed just as a policing or enforcement agency, we got a problem. For one thing, we don't have the staff to do that. We have the staff to build partnerships and be partners and work together with a community. We don't have the staff to be out busting people all the time. So that's not what we're about and that's certainly not the best way that we can accomplish our work. What changes have you seen overall in the community regarding to the different facets of health since becoming the director? Well, first of all, let me say that my predecessor, Steve Jenkins, hired a great staff here. and. I try to state that as often as I can because when I arrived here, I frankly didn't have any idea about how competent and how good the staff are. And so that that's the first thing that I want to say is that there was the ability when I arrived, there was already the ability here to do really good work and much of it was already being done. I think one of the things that we have changed is, as I already said, is is really you know, being more outwardly proud of that work and and engaging a little bit more in efforts like this, efforts with the newspapers, um, KPCW, reporting more frequently to with council, making sure that people really do know what we do. In particular areas, some of the work that we've done, expanding the WIC program, women's women, infants and children nutrition program the incredible work that early intervention is doing with children who need help developing basically prior to the age of three. That's a community-based program that that has grown wildly is really an awesome effort. The, the work that we're doing clinically, partnerships with the ski areas, health promotion, I mean really the stuff that we're doing now I think is is progressive and work that we can be proud about. You know, we've got a worksite wellness program now for county employees that didn't exist. I can't take any credit for that. Jerry Essen, the the previous health promotion director, really spearheaded that, and current staff have really moved that forward. And then we've been a lot more progressive, I think, in environmental health efforts. Those efforts in particular, as Phil Bondurant, the environmental health director, said in an earlier podcast, the efforts to be partners and not just just punitive they have moved us to a different place i think so i can't say that we've we have really implemented new programs since we've gotten here but we've tweaked existing programs and i think better optimize the resources that we've got and how have you seen the landscape change just in the in the time you've been here regarding population growth or changes in population things like that well the you know the big boom in summit county came in the late Uh, 90s and early 2000s. We're still growing, but we're not growing at the pace that we were. So I think it's important to focus not just on the population that actually lives here, but for our work, probably the biggest impact has been the size of the events. You know, if if we have a given uh, event during a weekend that's a big national event, we may have 100,000 people here. And you know, that's one of our great challenges is as a health department, we are funded to a great extent based on our population, our resident population of about 40,000 people. 
that more than doubles. And so we may or may not have the resource to really adequately address that. And that's a great challenge. So that's one of the things, you know, the uh, events all the way across the board, they're not just bigger, they're more frequent. And, and that's been a, a significant stress on the staff. The other thing, though, I think that, that isn't new, but I, I think we've embraced it, is the, the idea that we are different communities on the east side and the west side, but we are one community. And I had a meeting this morning with the superintendent of North Summit School District, and it was to, to really begin to talk about the implementation of the mental health plan. We were in North Summit specifically because this is a county project. This isn't a Park City project. This is a project to improve mental health and substance abuse services that really is countywide. So I think one of the things that we face is recognizing that we have different needs, that we're different communities, but that we are one county and ultimately one community and we need to figure out how to meet everybody's needs. And, and that's a challenge, frankly, that I didn't understand until I got here. And, and it is one of the great surprises for me and, and really has reflected the fact that we're a diverse community, not just with respect to, to race or language or ethnicity or anything else. We are diverse with respect to culture. And if we're going to do our job well, we have to listen to culture and we have to find a way to engage people of different cultures. You mentioned meeting the needs of the public. And one way we do that here, and one thing you stressed kind of early on when I was talking to you after I first started, is the importance of the outside programs and organizations we partner with. Obviously, we don't want to leave anyone out, but just kind of giving a short rundown, do you want to list some of the people that we work with in those organizations and how they kind of, I guess you could say, complete what we offer here? Right. Well, first of all, public health will never have enough money and resource to do our work. It, it can't be done without partners, and I cannot overstress that. I, I view our department, yeah, we've got specific programs. We've got some specific efforts that we do, specific activities that we do, but we are really center to a community in that we convene resources and partners, I think, quite well. And so I, I view our health department as a convener for important initiatives for the community. And, and that word convene means that we're drawing partners, literally. So at any given time, there are, it, all throughout the county, a lot of nonprofits. And I, I, I don't want to name, uh, go through a bunch of them, but I will name one up front for mental health, and that is the new nonprofit Connect. Connect is an advocacy group that is really focusing on awareness and messaging around mental health and substance abuse. We could not, simply could not be moving forward making the progress that we're doing, that we're making right now in the areas of mental health and substance abuse services and, and identifying needs without Connect. That organization is literally made up of a group of volunteers who for one reason or another have experienced issues related to uh, within themselves or family or friends, like many of us, mental health and substance abuse, and they've taken it upon themselves to move that agenda forward. So that's one example of a, a really grassroots community uh, nonprofit. Obviously the schools are incredibly important. Law enforcement, you know, we, we uh, have our fingers in a lot of different things, but the one group that I have not mentioned that, that I'll just be forthright, I think we need to engage more actively, are our towns, our incorporated areas. You know, Park City's a big city and it gets a lot of attention, but we've got a whole series of cities in the eastern part of the county that have mayors and they have councils. 
And um, those are individuals and organizations that I think we need to better engage. I think we are an entity that needs to be more upfront in that effort. We can't, I sometimes will fall into the, into the trap of, of thinking, well, if, if somebody wants to know something, they can ask. Well, that isn't the right answer. The right answer is that if we have something to say, we need to offer that and we need to be more proactive in the way we do that. So really broad range of partners. Some of them are incredibly strong. Others, I think we need to improve the partnership and be more active in that level of engagement. So I think this segues well into our next point. What are some is- issues, I know mental health will definitely be on this list, but what are, including mental health, what are some challenges that you see us currently facing or challenges that you see coming in the next 10 years or so as we continue to grow and develop in different ways as a county? And the second part of that question, how is the health department being proactive in preparing in for those challenges? Well, the top of the list for all of these issues moving forward is going to be funding. We don't have opportunities within the health department to significantly increase our revenues. We can increase some revenues through fees, but the reality of it is that for many years now we've either had a decreasing or a flat budget. Our budget approved by council this year and, and actually requested by our department was a flat budget. That said, as I indicated before, the events are growing, the number of events, the size of the events, the expectations of the community. It wasn't very long ago that nobody here was talking about air quality. Well, now we're monitoring air quality and we're reporting air quality and have live uh, data on our web. We're doing that not because we have to by law, but because the community's asked us to do that. That's a new mandate, for lack of a better word. We can't do everything. And if we are going to try to do everything, then we need to find a way to finance that. We should not expect increasing revenues from the federal government. In fact, if anything, we should expect decreasing revenues. Many of the funds that we get from the state come through the federal government. So I do think that we're facing a significant time of risk with respect to revenues and our ability to do our work. If, if we do not begin to have that conversation now, I think we're both naive and remiss in, in, in being prepared to address that. So I think that needs to really have a priority position in what we do moving forward. You mentioned mental health. Some of the issues around mental health are going to be very, very, very difficult to solve or to even improve because those issues also are tied to funding, access to care, all the, all the way to the extent of whether or not we even have access to basic services like inpatient and, and detox. So, you know, that's a big, big deal. I did mention the environmental health. We, the, the Board of Health passed a health code a couple of years ago, and that code is full of expectations for us to implement programs. There, are, there still remain several programs that we simply can't implement. We don't have the staff to do it. We have to plan that moving forward and, and identify what our priorities are, what we are really going to focus on, and what we're not, because it's a dangerous scenario to do everything halfway. I'm a firm believer in that you need to set priorities and you need to do things well, and that may mean that you don't do everything. So that's part of where we need to go, is to identify those priorities. I do think that we're going to have increasing opportunities. This community, when I say this community, I mean the county, 
there are increasing opportunities for us to have our services in the community. There are increasing opportunities for partnerships. The efforts around health promotion, diabetes, obesity. We have a registered dietitian here who in hopefully not too long is going to be a certified diabetes educator. That opens up a potential for us to provide services and actually have referrals and provide services for the community related to that. Partnerships that can really expand things like immunizations. Those initiatives, I think, are, again, they, they demand our attention, but we need to figure out a way to fund them. They are important. They're fundamental parts of public health. How we move forward is going to take strategy and going to take continued focus. In closing now, if you had one message that you wanted the public to know straight from you, what would it be? Well, first of all, that this, this is an amazing place to work. And I, I hope that everybody who works for this health department understands that. I know that we all have jobs that sometimes are hard and, and not everything is glamorous, not every moment is fun, but that's the way work is. And we are fortunate that our work is good work. We are able to contribute to a place and make that place better and, and hopefully uh, make the communities and the individuals that live here healthier happier, more able to do what they need to do to provide for themselves and their families. And I think that's pretty, you know, frankly, I think that's pretty noble work. I'm, I'm really proud of what we do here. I would encourage the community to take advantage of what we do and to engage us. If, if there are needs, if there are needs that are either being met, we'd like to hear that, or if there are needs that we need to change a focus on, or simply unrecognized needs. We haven't always been as engaged in mental health as we are now. And we wouldn't be if the community hadn't said to us, we need it. And so it's important that the community not be fearful, not be hesitant to let us know. And that goes on both sides. You know, if we're doing a good job on something, we'd love to hear it. If we're not, we're completely open to hearing it. So I think that's the message. You, you mentioned once before partnerships. We are the community's partner. We're the community's health department. I've had this conversation with leaders at Park City Municipal. Park City has a lot of resource. They have a planning department. They have law enforcement. They have a, a lot of resource there that duplicates to some extent what's done in the county. They do not have a health department. The other municipalities on the east side do not have health departments. We are their health department. And so I'd like them to view us that way, view us as an asset and a partner and a resource. And, and then I think we can do great things together. Awesome. I think that's a great way to end. Rich, thanks so much for taking the time to chat today. You bet. Thanks a lot. And just in closing, we want to remind everybody that you can find this podcast and all of our episodes on Google Play and iTunes. So look for Summit County HealthCast there and be sure to hit subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.